Welcome, welcome. This is Photo Up, the podcast where we talk about all things photo and video. I'm Ben Lucas. And I'm Stuart Marlantis. And this is Photo Up. So today on the show, what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about some video and some photo. Excellent. But I think first we have a listener question. We do have a listener question. So today's listener question, does shooting with a phone camera count as shooting experience? Mm. I'm going to assume that what you mean is I've been shooting with my iPhone for, let's just say, three years because they did not specify. If you've been shooting with your phone camera for three years and you say, I've been doing photography for five years, does that count? Uh, is your phone shooting raw? <laughs> then yes. <laughs> Here, here's, here's what I would say about that is if you are an Instagram enthusiast who's just enjoying shooting photos with your camera, mm-hmm. everyone enjoys shooting photos with your camera, and I'm inclined to say no. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's all about intentionality. Like, are you yes. actually thinking about composition? Are you thinking about lighting? Yes. Are you thinking about all of those things? Then like, that's real. Like, there is, uh, there's this one iPhone shooter. Uh, I do not know uh, their handle, but I know that they travel and shoot a bunch of like art photos of like a Route 66 and like the Midwest and stuff. And they just live in a van and shoot with their iPhone and they sell cool. prints from their iPhone. If you're that guy, yeah, absolutely. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think you had it. It comes down to intentionality of are people paying you? Mm-hmm. Are you are you doing this? Are you selling prints? Are you doing it as photography? Then if your iPhone is the tool that you have at hand, I'm inclined to say yes. If I have owned an iPhone and had an Instagram account for three years, I'm inclined to say no. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some great photojournalism on phones. Um, you know, it's one of the the classic line, the best camera is the, the one you have with, with you. you. Yeah. yeah I mean, thank you, Chase Jarvis. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. And intentionality, I think is pretty much it. Um, yeah. If you're not intentional, then it's not real. Yeah. So there you go. Thank you for the question. <laughs> so our uh, topic this week is video killing the photo star. Probably not. <laughs> 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 all right um but i think i think kind of the more of uh the in-depth is uh do you feel like the increase of demand for video consumption mm-hmm. whether that is for companies or social media is overtaking or overshadowing the need or desire for photos are photos being choked out in favor of video right now as far as brands are considered i would almost say a tentative yes actually from my perspective because like you see all of the new big flashy you know social media and like brand integration integration stuff that's happening right now a lot of it if not the majority is video it's streaming it's stuff like tiktok that is all very video centric like stuff stuff like um you know the the classic just instagram feed heck even instagram itself is shifting a lot of focus into video um yeah i that's another they have so many so many problems (laughs) but uh but yeah i mean is it killing photo well i'm not sure probably not but is it a huge focus right now and maybe the main focus Possibly. I don't think it's killing photo in the same way that I've been saying for the last 10 years that mirrorless is not killing DSLR. Mm. <laughs> which, which <laughs> to be seen controversial. Um, but but a video uh, doesn't get blown up to the side of a box. A bi- yeah. video does not get 
plastered up onto a billboard a video well Times square yeah a a paper <laughs> guy with a stick and a roller billboard yeah um not there, yet there are still there are still a lot of things where you need good crisp photo and even though you can take a still from a video mm-hmm. and theoretically do some of those applications i still feel like they are different um there, there are different genres that require different skill sets mm-hmm. where um, when I'm focusing on photo, I am focusing on, on details and lighting and uh, lots of different nuances versus when I'm focusing on video, maybe it's just me, but I'm not really focusing on those things as much as I'm focusing on the intentionality of the movement and mm-hmm. the direction and the eye focus as, as the frame changes. What are you looking at uh, when you make a cut? Um, where, like, is it too drawing of a cut? Does your eye have to jump around the screen a lot? There's a lot of different things in video that photo doesn't have. Mm-hmm. I'm not inclined to say video is harder, but... It's different. It's it's different, and mm-hmm. there are way more aspects to it that um, if you do video, you can transition to taking photos very easily. But if you do just photos, there are too many things that you have to think about to do videos. So I yeah. feel like... I feel like it's not choking out photography, but it's definitely like growing uh, market share, so to speak, and that you oh boy. you should learn video. Yeah, um, definitely should learn video. Um, the I think this also kind of depends on almost what age you are and kind of what media circles you run in. So you know, if you're if you're, I tend to assume if you're older and you're kind of more into more traditional media even if you're reading something you know like the new york times on the web or on your ipad or whatever it's still going to be very like stills centric stills and text centric if you're if you're much more new media if you're a zoomer your everything is going to feel like it's all video all the time and why even bother with stills so kind of depends we're millennials we're kind of in the middle of that. <laughs> so we kind of we kind of it see both sides. It feels weird saying we're in the middle. <laughs> well, we're not middle-aged, no, but we are in the I middle know, of the I, media landscape. I understand. <laughs> no, I I've I've gotten chewed out uh by by uh Gen Zers for not having enough content on my TikTok. That's yeah, uh, yeah, Gen Zers, uh, Newsflash, we've seen so <laughs> many of these platforms come and go. You remember Snapchat? Probably Vine. not. Vine? You remember Vine? Yeah, you remember Vine? <laughs> <laughs> you remember Periscope? <laughs> Technically, chat- Snapchat is still a thing? Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of these are still a thing. I mean, MySpace is still a thing, but, you know, calm down. It's not. Cal- it's not, Calm though. down, Zoomers. Eventually, you will realize <laughs> that these... these platforms blow up and then they fade and so far the only constant is sort of facebook and youtube at this point <laughs> maybe instagram, twitter twitter instagram a little bit but instagram i think is being severely overshadowed by tiktok now Absolutely. i think i think it's more in the flash in the pan space than facebook wants it to be or meta i mean. I, I think whatever whatever i'm gonna call it facebook <laughs> screw that um i think if instagram Instagram should really kind of stick with its core. If they are trying to compete with TikTok, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I feel like the whole point of Instagram is beautiful photos. And if you stick yep. with beautiful photos, then there's a, pl- I, I feel like all these different social medias, they have different platforms and demographics and people who enjoy them or reasons for going to it. Mm-hmm. Like I go to Instagram to see cool photos of like people I follow and my friends and yep. TikTok, uh, dog videos, at least for me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I think one of the things that's interesting about this is a lot of like social media um, is uh, a lot of these companies feel like we're only relevant if we chase the current trends and try to be everything for everybody. And that's not the case. Like it's okay. It, it's easy for people to like choose YouTube for long form and choose TikTok for dog videos and choose Instagram yeah. for photos. Like you don't have to be everything Instagram. You don't have to be everything YouTube. It's fine. Like you can you can have your niche at least from my perspective. Absolutely. But I don't run uh, you know, YouTube, so I don't you know. You do not run multi-billion dollar <laughs> companies. No, that is true. Uh, but I I feel like uh, kind of bringing this back to our main main mm-hmm. theme today, because of the kind of uptick in all these different social media platforms that are focusing on video, mm-hmm. it is imperative that you learn video. Yeah. Is video going to replace your photography skills? I don't think so. No. I think I think that you can shoot video, you can shoot photos, and there are places and trends for both. Like um, next week, I'm ta- uh, talking to a company who um, it can't say on the podcast here, but they saw my video reel mm-hmm. and said, oh, we want you to shoot a photo campaign for us. So there is, um, you know, there, there There's is cross pollination that can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overlap um, the, those skills. Some of them kind of overlay, but there's still, there's still good, good, uh, money to be had in photos. If you are a still photo photographer, for sure. Yeah. The current hotness may feel like video, um, and you should learn video, but not to replace photos, just to augment your offerings. Um, right. there's so many things that you can do with video that isn't just, you know, 10 second, TikToks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, as, as, I, especially if you do anything that goes into the print world, like this huge photo right behind your head mm-hmm. of like, you can't take a still from a video and be able to do that. This is 485 megapixel photo. Maybe That's if you're not... shooting on IMAX. <laughs> 485 megapixels. I don't know how big IMAX is. For those I casual IMAX. I think it's 70 mil film, um, at least for film IMAX. So it's pretty big. <laughs> Jesus. You know what? Fine. <laughs> when you're casually shooting your IMAX with your IMAX camera, okay, then you can take a still out of it. <laughs> but if you're not, like Peter Peter Hurley uh once upon a time did a did a thing where he shot on a red um like 8K and then he took yeah. a still from it and printed it in 8 by 10 and he couldn't tell the difference between the 8K and this sure. I'm like of course not. It's yeah. an 8 by 10. You know, but if you're blowing if you're doing this yeah, if you're doing need some if resolution. Doing prints, if you're doing billboards, if you're doing simple product photography, there's definitely still skill and artistry yeah. in photography, and that's fine. You don't have to you don't have to dive into video as I'm a videographer, mm-hmm. but I think you should learn video for all of the things that go around promoting yourself and the companies that you'll be working for. Exactly. Does that does that make sense? Makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah, you can still be a <laughs> photographer. You don't have to jump into video, but like learn how to do video. video and photo is not mutually exclusive. Yeah, do both. Yeah, you can you can do both. Um, like I am primarily a photographer, but like we're doing a video right now. That's, that's <gasps> the thing. <gasps> what I know and audio meta. 
audio's killing the video's <laughs> killing the photo star <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh hopefully you guys found this uh interesting uh thanks for the question that kind of prompted this all off and next week uh we are going to talk about do you need a style hmm. stay tuned for do that. you we'll find out if you have questions or ideas for future episodes, you can email us at hello at photo-op.show. Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at non-creative. As in om nom nom. Share this with a friend and you can listen to Photo Op anywhere podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Because it's free.